I want to deal with one verse today. One verse. One verse. John chapter 12. Amen. Question is, what would your plans be if you knew you only had six days to live? Jesus had six days to live. And here we find him in John chapter 12. I know I'd be nervous. I know I'd be doing some other things. Amen. Six days to live. And here we find Jesus. Amen. At the house. Amen. Of Lazarus. Mary and Martha. Verse 3 says, Mary then took a pound of very costly perfume of pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair and the house and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. I want to talk about today scent of a woman. Amen. Amen. It is amazing to me when I did my little study, thank you, Ushers, how much women spend on perfume, on fragrances. What they call them things? Scent bombs. And, is that what they call them? Bath bombs. Scent bombs. All that. Yeah. That's why you get them, right? Uh, lotion that smells good. I found out a lot about a scent of a woman. Scientifically, amen, it's a real thing. Uh, from Gucci. To Chanel number five, to Mark Mark Jacob, uh, Calvin Klein, and all these name brands. There's something about the scent of a woman. Come on, help me, somebody. Now you may be thinking something that can be picked up with your senses. But I want to talk about something that can be picked up in the spirit. <laughs> A woman's scent is important to her, I hope. As a matter of fact, even with enhancing her smell, 
with perfume, scientists say it's called Androstradinora. Yep, it's a long word. Scientists say that a woman, a woman's smell, and when she enhances her smell, increases her heart rate. Amen. <laughs> There's something that she lets off. An aura. Now, we're going to keep it clean. Y'all keep, keep your minds focused. Spiritual, I said, right? Amen. Stay with me now. All right? There's something about a woman who smells good. Amen. It enhances her beauty. Uh, it, 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 it makes her feel better about herself. Amen. Today, I want to focus, I want to reveal, as I said, a different scent. The fragrance that comes from the life of a woman of faith. A woman of worship. A woman who understands her value. A woman who understands her worth. See, today, a lot of women don't understand what they're worth. So they spend a lot of money, a lot of time to enhance what God has naturally given them. I wish I had somebody. The scent of a woman could either attract some, amen, or push some away. It all depends on the scent, on the fragrance. May I ask you today, ladies, what's your fragrance in life? Is it sweet? Is it sour? Is it tangy? Is it bubbly? Is it celestial? Is it cheap? Because you know you can get oop instead of jupe. <laughs> Amen. You can get Johnny Klein instead of Calvin Klein. You can get ca Canal 7 instead of Chanel number 5. Is the fragrance of your life cool? Is the fragrance of your life delicate? Is the fragrance of your life delicious? Delightful? See? See, 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 I did my study on this stuff, okay? So I'm just, so I'm trying to help y'all. I said, I'm going to do a message for the women, all right? Brother's looking around like, hold on now, Pastor. 
Amen. When, 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 when your husband come next to you, what, what does he pick up? Amen. And for you single ladies, you got to work that out. Because you're trying to catch one, so I don't know what you smell like. But you got to make sure it's either delightful, delicious, amen, bubbly, or else you're going to be by yourself for a long time. Y'all follow me? Now, now I'm going to get into this here. Just give me a minute. Give me a minute. The, the metaphor here, and I'm hinging this message on that last part of that verse where it says, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But before we Look at the scent of the perfume. We have to look at the life of the giver of the perfume. See, you can smell good and be. Let me get back to one of them words. Sour on the inside. Got a little fang with your fang. Little cheap smell. Stuff that lasts for a few minutes, not a few hours. Sometimes we can smell good for a few minutes. And then when it wears off, mm -hmm, people don't want to be around you. You thought it was the scent. <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave that alone. The metaphor here, the scent of the woman in the life of Mary. Mary, who loved Jesus. You know, there's something about some women over 15 years of pastoring. Some women come to church, and I don't even have to convince them of anything other than Jesus. And it's amazing how they gravitate just to Jesus. You know, they don't need anything else. You know, there's something about a woman who's just attracted to Jesus. Then there's some women who struggle. They need more. They need more evidence. You know, but the thing about Mary here, Mary from the beginning of her encounter with Jesus, she was attracted to him. The first place she sat was at his feet. See, modern woman would look at that as crazy. I ain't sitting in them big old feet. He got too much corns and all this other. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> she sat at his feet at their first encounter. But Martha, her sister, was busy, was distracted, trying to impress Jesus. So there are some women who try to impress. And there's some women who are natural who will naturally worship 
I'm going to say it one more time. There's some women who will try to impress. So they got to go all the way out. They got to go all extreme. Martha thought, oh, well, I'm in here cooking and cleaning, and I'm here making this big spread for Jesus. Jesus didn't have for no food. He was the bread of life. He was the well of living water. See, see what I'm saying? And, and, and women, I want to ask you, you got to decide what you're going to be, but you got to decide what flavor you're going to be. What fragrance you're going to be. Because a lot of times what I see happening is it wears off. It lasts on Sunday morning. Oh, Lord. And I wonder, I learned, I learned the difference between I, I, no, I'm going I'm to I'm chop it up, but you can go fix it up, okay? They, they, they call it uh, el toilet or something. What they call it? Help me out. El toilet. Is that what it's called? Okay, yeah. That, that's that cheap stuff. That, that, that's that tester spray. See what I'm saying? That's the ones that they put water in, but there's a difference in fragrance between water and oil. See, the stuff with the water in it wears off. I'm getting to my point. I'm getting to my point. The oil sticks. That's why it lasts so long. Now, 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 Jesus is coming to the end. He's about to die. Seven days before he dies, he shows up at the house of a man that he rose from the dead. With two sisters. Now, 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 watch this now. Watch this now. The Bible says he loved Lazarus. I, I was wondering, what is it about Lazarus that he loved so much? Was, this, was it his devotion? Was, this de was it his dedication? Because all we know about Lazarus is that he died. We don't know nothing else. But the text says that Lazarus, who Jesus loved, So there's some things that are written that we don't know anything about. But what I see here, ladies, what I see here is I see a dinner where Jesus is invited to. And this, this, this is happening the previous Saturday before he dies. He visits the home of this family. Watch this. He knew that the risk that he was taking going through Bethany why? Because they were going to kill him. Watch this. He wanted to spend time with them. Why? What was it about them? What was it about this family that Jesus wanted to spend time with them? Well, if you look at it, if you look at verse 1, it says, Jesus, therefore, six days before the Passover came to Bethany, where Lazarus, watch this, where Lazarus was whom Jesus had raised from the dead. See, he wasn't known after Jesus raised him from the dead. He was known by Lazarus, the one that Jesus raised from the dead. And his, guess what was happening? What was happening was people would flock to him. So, so, so one of the things I realized that Lazarus was witnessing for Jesus. 
He was sharing the good news about what had happened to him. May I ask you a question? Are you witnessing for him? What he's done for you? I'm, I'm getting to my points, but watch this, watch this. But then the text says, so they made him supper, verse 2, there, and Martha was, there she is again. There she is again, but this time she's not distracted by it, but she's working for Jesus. Hello, somebody. So we find that Lazarus witnesses for Jesus. Martha working for Jesus. Text says she was serving. But look what Lazarus was doing. Lazarus was the one reclining at the table. See that? He was witnessing for Jesus. He was spending time with Jesus. This family don't know who the mother is, don't know who the father is, but we know there was something special about this family. Watch this. If I were to say what Mary did, write this down. She was worshiping Jesus. All right, so we have witnessing for Jesus, working for Jesus, and what? Worshiping Jesus. Text goes on to say, Mary then took. So I want to look what, see what this scent looks like. Mary then took a pound of very costly perfume of pure nard. Pure Nard was a, a fragrance that was imported from India. Now, this gift, this, this perfume, 12 ounces, uh, modern day calculations said that this particular perfume cost upwards of about $30,000 today. In those times, a woman would put all of her savings into an investment. I'm trying to help somebody. She would invest in perfume because she knew that in the event that something goes bad, she could take that, come on, and either put it in smaller vials and sell it. Everything Mary had in life, physically, economically, was wrapped up into this bottle of perfume. Now, think about it like this. This is all she had. This is the most valuable thing that she had belonging to her. Watch this now. Think about it. You come into the presence of Jesus. You say, what can I render unto him? What can I give to him? Have you ever felt that? I felt that feeling before. Where when I came into the presence of Jesus, I wanted to give more. Anybody ever had that, had that experience where, where you just wanted to give more? You're like, I don't have it, but I want to get, but you do have it. But you just won't go in that section of your uh-huh, of your economic life to get get it. The, the thing is, the thing about Mary is she has no she had no limits. 
on what Jesus could have. Oh, shucks. So a scent of a woman. Watch this. Watch this. First thing is, first thing is, is watch this. You ready? Sincere and sacrificial love. She was sincere. This scent that permeated throughout this room was her sincere, sacrificial love. Mary lavished gift expressed her love. Watch this, not just her love, but her thanks. Ladies, I want to tell you something. I know those who are thankful. When you're thankful, nothing is off limits to Jesus. Her love for him, tell your neighbor, it had no limits. She was willing to take everything she had and give it. Oh, I'm talking to somebody here. You hold back so much. You want to, but you won't because you're still not all the way there. You got to love him more than life. You got to love him more than your kids. You got to love him more than your husband. You got to love him more than life itself. And you have to let God in and give him all. Listen, a lot of people say they love Jesus, but they don't show it. See, you say you love Jesus, but he can't have everything. He can have something, but not everything. She was willing to release what she loved. She loved this fragrance. Listen, listen. She was a woman of high esteem. Watch this. To even afford this. Watch this. She said, I'm willing to give it all, not to be seen, but because I love them. Can I ask you something? Is your praise pure? I mean, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, is it, is it really, is it really pure? If it, is it coming from a heart that says, God, listen, do you have a sincere love for Jesus? That it comes, watch this, that it comes out your pores. And we can smell that fragrance of sincere, sacrificial love. You know, love smells good. It does. And the love that she had, it was oozing out of her pores because she was like, nothing I have compares to what I have right now in front of me. Nothing I have in life could compare to who he is to me. To what he means to me. Nothing like a woman who's in love with Jesus. Nothing like a woman who can find her worth in Jesus. There's nothing like a woman who can find herself, her identity in Christ. That if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. New things have come. Why? Because you have a sincere 
sacrificial love. Man, I wonder. I wonder what that smells like. I thank God for Mary who gives us an example of this. The text says that Mary here took a pound of very costly perfume of pure nard, watch this, and anointed the feet your question when you come here where are you sitting are you sitting above him next to him or are you sitting in a posture where you can receive from him see the feet the sitting of the feet meant, meant that she that he was her kinsman redeemer sitting at his feet was much like a proposal come here Ruth you understand, Boaz was a type of Christ. So Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. This is a very poetical message because when you look at the text, it is so beautiful. I said, man, this can't be nothing more beautiful than this. I mean, here she is, right? She's anointing his what? His feet. She's in a posture. She's in a place. She's in a position. Watch this. She has She has positioned herself watch this to receive everything from him at the feet of Jesus watch the text the text says and anointing her feet her ministry was to anoint him before he died watch this he was going to die so what's the other smell I see there? I sense there. She had a special anointing. Not everybody can anoint his feet. Oh, Lord. Put me around some women who have the anointing. And I'm talking about you got that special anointing. You know that God has anointed you to do it because it just happens. Nothing you have to force to do. Nothing you have, you have to try to do. And some of you women are running from your ministry. You're running from your what God has set you apart to do because you're trying to do everything else. You see, normally, when a host would, when you would host a dinner, you would provide water to wash the hands. Hello, somebody. Watch it. And, why, and the feet. Mary once went one step further. And, and, and the oil was really for the anointing of the head. But watch where she is. She had a special anointing. Ladies, I want to tell you something. You have a special anointing. You say, what do you mean? What do you mean by anointing? Anointing simply means that you've been set apart. We all have been set apart. And we all have a special place in the kingdom. My question to you is, where are you? What's your anointing? Jesus links this anointing with the preparation for his burial. Think about that. 
Amen. Watch this. This anointing of Jesus could only be done by one who was set apart to do it. Watch this. What has God anointed you to do? What has he anointed you to do? And can I tell you something? You got to be careful who you share your anointing with. You got to be careful that you're not putting yourself around people who can't recognize it or help you or encourage you or assist you with that anointing that he has given you. Are you following me? See, when you have the anointing, you don't need credit. You don't need applause. You don't need attention. You don't need none of that kind of stuff because you have a special anointing because of your sincere love for Jesus. Can I ask you a question? What has he set you apart to do? So I don't know. Well, you've got to discover that by way of discovering what your spiritual gifts are. Because every one of you women in here, and men and children, you have been given a special gift from God. And that gift that you can use, watch this, every week you can bring it to his feet. Every week, you can bring it to what? His feet. Every week, you can put yourself in the posture. Hallelujah. Where you can serve him with this special anointing. I believe that some of you are anointed to pray. I believe that some of you are anointed to serve. I believe that some of you are anointed to praise. I believe that some of you are anointed to preach and teach. And I believe that some of you are called to do certain things in the kingdom of God. But here's the thing, brothers and sisters. Amen. If you don't understand your anointing. I ain't talking about something you got to go look for. I'm talking about it's found in the gift that he has already placed in you. Some of us are running from it. Some of us are not, watch this, we're not cultivating it. Come on, somebody. Some of us, we're, watch this, we, we know what we can do, but we won't do it. Why? Because we don't have the anointing anymore. You know you can lose the anointing, right? What do you mean you can lose it? You never lose the gift, you lose the anointing. See, I could preach without the anointing. I can preach intellectually, but if I don't have the anointing, the special anointing that God has given me to do it, then it's just preaching. Here's how I know I have the anointing. Because when I look at you, when you came to where you are now, your life is not the same. So there has to be an anointing on this man right here, amen, who can share the word of God and watch it, and your life change. Not from me, but from the Holy Spirit. The Bible says she took it. And I know I'm treading some charismatic ground, but it's okay. Uh, I don't mind. Amen. He says what? He says, watch it. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, let me just say this. When you're anointed, be careful of criticism. Look at verse 5. Why was this perfume not, this is Judas, the, the thief, the betrayer. When, watch this, watch this. And he's so religious, right? And he's so fake. Look what he said. Now, when you're anointed and then you 
exercise your anointing. I'm trying to help somebody today. I know, I know this is not going to help you with that. But watch this. Let me show you something. When you're anointed, when you have a special anointing and you use it, folk going to try to hate on you. For real. And, 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 and let me just say this. Some of that hate going to come from right inside your house. Watch Judas. I'm about to say something about him. But verse 5 says, why, why was this perfume not sold for three? You, you know, some writers say, he's, he's basically saying, why the waste? What? When you don't understand my anointing, you, you're going to think it's waste. Why, why are you giving that money to this church? That's a waste. Oh, that's your anointing. That's why you ain't got no more. And somebody here today, the devil been duping you for a long time. He, he's got you convinced of something else. Why? Because it's part of your anointing. It's part of your service. Watch this. Watch what Judah said. Why could we not sold this for 300 denarii and given to poor people? He wasn't thinking about no poor people. Because the text says, now he said this, not because he was concerned about the poor, but because he was a what? A thief. And there are people who will try to steal your anointing. There are people who will try to hinder your anointing. He, didn't, he wasn't concerned. And there are people who will try to talk ministry. But they don't mean ministry. Oh, man. Oh, man. Listen, they're going to tell you, oh, yeah, you know what? You ain't supposed to do that. We can do something else for the Lord. No, you ain't trying to. You ain't talking about nothing for the Lord. You're talking about some other things. And, sisters, I want to tell you something. I've seen husbands, amen, suppress their wives' anointing. Hold them back. And if you're single, This bud's for you. Two types of bud. Budweiser or the bud from the tree. Whichever one you want to take. But this one's for you. Your only concern should be God. As a single person. The Bible says that your love, the love of your life should be Jesus. I believe Mary was single. And her love was Jesus. Watch this. Watch this. He said you sh he was a thief. And he had the money box. He used to what? Pilfer. That means steal. What was put in it. Think about how many people. Talk God talk. But they're stealing. And they want to hold you back, sister, from doing what you've been called to do because they thieves. I hope this is making sense to you. Right? In other words, he was saying, hold back. Don't give it to Jesus. Give it to the poor. But you were stealing anyways. So it wasn't going to go to the poor. And a lot of times, if you're not careful, you're sowing in the wrong ground. 
I'm sorry. Special anointing. I can smell it on her. Watch this. Watch the text. Text says, and look what she did next. She wiped. His feet with her what? Hair. Watch this. What is this? The next thing I see is her spiritual worship and service. So not only is she anointed, but she worships him. And she serves him, wiping his feet up. Watch this. She didn't care how much it cost. She didn't care if it was a number three or number four, number seven. <laughs> she didn't care if it was Brazilian or Indonesian. She didn't care if it was, you know, Malaysian. Come on, help me. I need some help here. She, 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 didn't, she didn't really care if it came in a pack or if it came on the, on, on the mannequin. Or a bundle. She didn't order it. She, she didn't care if she ordered it from AliExpress or not. She understood. <laughs> that I'm going to take this thing I got wrapped around me. First of all, a woman would never come into the presence of a man without her head being covered. She was breaking custom because she didn't care. She wanted to worship him. She wanted to serve him with the most intimate part of her. Woo! Her hair. Oh my gosh. I'm talking about the scent of a woman who's sincere about her worship. Who's who has the spiritual worship, but she serves because she has the anointing. She has the love for God. Is this making sense? See the picture? Is the picture getting clear? See, when you have that type of woman, Lord have mercy, you got a woman there. We, women, you have an example. Her worship was extreme and extravagant. All these people, remember, Jesus rose her brother from the dead. But she had that deep devotion and love for him before he did anything for her. Listen to this. She had always felt that the best, ready for this? You ready for this? That the best place of worship was at the May I ask you a question? Where is the best place of worship for you? See, you can't worship Jesus if you're above him. You can't worship Jesus if you think you know more about him. You and I have to worship Jesus because we are lower than him. And the best place to worship, watch this, the best seat in the house is at his feet. You know why? Because you can look up. Yeah. 
and you can see his face. Come on, somebody. And, and it's a place of honor. It's not a place where you're degraded. It's a place of preparation. It's a place of praise. It's, it's a place where you can see yourself in light of yourself. Her worship was pure as the scent of the perfume that she had just anointed him with. Can I ask you a question? What are you holding back? Why do you hold back? When will you get low enough? Listen, it's humility. It's a place of humility. And men, we got to worship there too. Men, we got to worship there too. Problem with most men, we won't get that low to worship. See? Here she is. Anointing our master. Martha is serving. She's doing her piece. Lazarus is witnessing. Now, you know his life was in danger, right? His life was in danger because the Pharisees would try to kill him again, right? Because he was too strong of a witness for Jesus. Watch this. Don't you know what Satan's trying to do to you? He's trying to kill you. He's trying to kill your witness. He's trying to kill your worth. He's trying to kill you. Because he doesn't want you talking for Jesus. He doesn't want you to tell the world, look what Jesus has done for me. Watch this. Watch this. Lastly, lastly, I'm going on. The text says the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. So lastly, I call her a supreme believer with a sweet aroma. A supreme. Listen, I, I, I've looked at scripture and I haven't found anybody greater. I know John the Baptist was great. But this woman, she impressed me to the utmost. She shows you what you want to let out of your life. A supreme believer that nothing will cause you to doubt him again. What fragrance do you let out when you enter a room? When you come to Jesus, she believed. And even though the perfume filled the room, it was an act of worship that was overpowering the perfume. Clive Christian number one, the Imperial Majesty according to Guinness World Record, is the most expensive perfume commercially. Clive Christian number one. That's, that's the most expensive perfume commercially. Clive Christian number one was released in a 10-ounce box, 10 bottles, and ran from 2005 at 205000 each. There are other expensive ones 
The one at the Dubai Mall. Priced at, it's called Shamak. Priced at $1.2 million. You see, you can spend money to change your scent. Is there something else I can help with? Hold on. Watch this. But what are you willing to spend to change your character? What are you willing to spend to change the way you think? What are you willing to spend so that you can have a sweet aroma? 2 Corinthians 2.15 says, For we, you ready? You ready? Now I know 1.2 million for, 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 for Shemak is one thing. But 2,000 years ago, on a cross, this is what Jesus did for you, ladies. 2 Corinthians 2.15 says, you ready? Here's your new flavor. He says, for we are a fragrance of Christ. So what's your flavor? Christ. Sweet, celestial, tangy a little bit every now and then. Come on, somebody. Amen. Mystical, magical, what I'm trying to tell you. He says, our fragrance now is Christ. He says that we left the aroma of death. And we now have life. Scent of a woman. God bless you.